Guess what, guys? We're not doctors. No, we are not. So if you're going to be making any major medical decisions, please consult your doctor. That includes diets, surgeries, and exercise. We love you guys. And we want you to continue to be in our OSLP family forever. So be careful and consult your doctor. Yeah. Yeah. We just got our blood work done. Yeah, we did. And our doctors asked us, what are we doing to have such great blood work? Yeah. And you know what we told them? ProCare. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. We told them, like, yeah, we take ProCare every day because they have a multivitamin that you can just take one a day. Yes, exactly. They have a capsule and a chewable form. And not only do they have vitamins, but they also have calcium Calcium chews. Oh my God, they're so good. They're so delicious. It's like our own little sweet treat for the end of the night. It really is because they have the dark chocolate and they have the cinnamon roll. Yes, and I love the salted caramel and the dinner mint. Alrighty, we'll go to ProCareNow.com and use code OSLP at checkout to save some money. You guys ask us all the time, what is our favorite protein powder? Yeah, literally we see this question Every day. And the answer is always devotion. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I even use it this morning to make my own sweet treat for nighttime because it's just a a brownie batter pudding. And you literally just use one scoop and then milk or water. And then I use it every morning in my profi. It's so delicious. Oh, my God. I want one right now thinking of it. Seriously, it's 20 grams of protein. So go get yours now at DevotionNutrition.com. And use code OSLP to save some money. Welcome Welcome back, OSLP family. Welcome, welcome. You are listening to our Sleeve Life podcast. And this is Kelly. This is Maha. I am so excited because it is just us. It's just us. It's just us today. It feels kind of weird. I'm like, it feels super weird. Waiting for someone to pop off. I know. I know. No, it's we do not get to do it like just us and like as much as we'd like to. No, it's especially a, after this month. After this, like May May Day is a real thing. Yeah, like May Day is also like you know a, flowers you know. and shit. No, it's like the war and everything. Oh, is that what it is? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So it's a bad thing. Carrie so. and the girls always bring me flowers on, on May, May Day. Day. Yeah, they they bring flowers for everybody. It's like in memories of people. Huh. Unless I thought I could be wrong. I think it's like a f- spring thing. Mayday? Yeah, because like Mayday poles. Have you ever seen that where they have the ribbons and they go around the circle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's Mayday. Oh, I'm going to pull. What is Mayday? What is Mayday? And everybody's like, guys, yelling at the thing what Mayday is. But yeah, May's been hell. So we haven't recorded anything. No Patreon episodes. No one-on-one episodes. It's literally just been recordings with people. Yes, because um, Mel has been going through the ringer yeah. this month with Eric, and he Dude. is doing much better. Much, much better. Much, much better. So we are very happy, and we are good with everything that's going on. So it's just everything's taking a little bit longer. Longer. Because I don't want to mess. I don't want to give Mel more than she can handle. Right? No more stress. Yes. I also so, don't want to be a blubbering mess on here. Yes. As well. Well, I mean, you can. like. Like crying helps. It does help. I've gotten a lot of cries out. It does help. And if I cry in here, I cry in here. But I also don't want to like come on and be like, <laughs> yeah, I get it. But it's I all mean, good. It's it's good. It's so, good. So May Day is a European festival of ancient origins, making the beginning of summer usually uh, celebrate on the first of May. Okay. Around halfway between the spring equinox and the summer solace. Solstice. Solstice. Festivities. Festivities. 
festivities. <laughs> festivities. Festivities may also be held night before, known as May Eve. Oh, all right. So it is flowers and shit. It is flowers and shit. It's, I'm thinking D Day. Oh, that's okay. That I'm makes thinking sense. D Day. That's that's the World War Two one. Okay, around all that. Right. Well, we now that we've figured out what May Day is, <laughs> um, we want to remind you guys that we have the coolest event yeah the best event ever yes because it's hosted by us that's right and it's about you guys it's it's all about the bariatric community no matter what platform you're on no matter where you are in your journey Mm -hmm. pre-op post-op thinking about it like no matter where you are yep it is celebrating our community that's right that's right and the gloriousness i don't know if that's a word but i'm gonna go with it gloriousness of yeah, because we need this to shine community. the light over here because they all hear that stupid my cousin's friend's daughter died oh from oh obese uh, from you know the surgeries. And it's like, how about we shine the light of hey, people don't die over here all mm-hmm. the time. Like there actually has really big success stories. There are. And, and it's not fair. No. <laughs> it's not fair that we get stigmatized by this life-changing life-altering surgery Mm -hmm. that can help you live longer it's not it's yes it's a surgery but you get this whole new life when you're on the other side you do and so we want to celebrate all of that and so i'm sure you guys have already heard several times but it is called the just be you bariatric awards so fitting it is so fitting and I'm so excited for it. And uh, nominations are almost over at this point. No, they're. Oh, yeah. They're halfway through. Yeah. So this is this when this episode drops, it's going to be almost done. So you need to go over to our sleeve life podcast dot com and go over to the award show button. Mm -hmm. If you're on a mobile device, it's three little lines that are apparently called the hamburger icon. Yes. The hamburger button. Yes. And you click on that, go down to award show, you scroll down a little bit, and then there's the nominations. It's very, very easy. We have all the categories on our Instagram page. Yeah. It's on our highlight and our Facebook page. Yep. Um, So you can find those easily. You can write down who you want to nominate for what. You can even skip sections if you don't know who to nominate. Mm -hmm. Um, Totally doable. Just put N.A. or I don't know or whatever. Yep. Um, But, yeah, we want everybody in this community to nominate the people that they've had a connection with or have inspired them in a way to keep going Mm -hmm. or to even have this surgery. Yeah. Um, And you can nominate yourself if you want to. You can nominate yourself if you feel like yourself is... Somebody you, you know, want to nominate? Killing it. Do it. Do it. <laughs> yeah. The only thing you cannot do is nominate us. That's right. Because we are running the show. It would look weird if we won. I mean, yeah. I love any t- type of trophy. I've actually never won a trophy. Aw. So that would be kind of cool. Someone get Kelly a trophy. <laughs> it's fine. Maybe I'll give myself an honorary one at the show. No, I'm go. joking. <laughs> um, but yeah, we are already like mid Midway. Midway. And tickets are on sale. Tickets are on sale because yes. it is an in-person event. That's right. That's right. And they're only 80 bucks. And we're in Portland, Oregon, November 12th. Yep. So it's after all the things, all the summer activities. It's yep. after all the kids going to school again. Halloween's over. Yep. You can come hang out right with us. Right before the holidays. And Oregon looks beautiful in the fall. It, it really is beautiful. Does. It November will be is, cold. It will be cold. But it will be beautiful. It will be really, it'll be really pretty. Yeah. So, and, and those of you up, that man. have never been to Portland, come on down. Yeah. Because it's funky and cool. Mm-hmm. And there's all these cool little places to go check out. Um, so, yeah, you, it's going to be a, an 
outrageous event. Yeah. Like that's the only word I can think to describe outrageous. it as outrageous because we are not having the normal red carpet. We're having no. a pink carpet mm-hmm. and you get to walk it. You get to take pictures. You get to meet other bariatric patients. You get to meet us and we're going to have some cool presenters. Yeah. You get to have, you're going to be entertained for two hours, yes. maybe three, depending on how long it takes. <laughs> depending. But yes, but we're going to have some like, you know, interlude things it's gonna yeah, be a lot of fun yeah, it's gonna and be a lot of fun only people that go there get to see all those things exactly so, i mean so we're gonna try to go live on all the things but you know they might miss out on some we can't guarantee stuff. anything yeah so you want to be there november 12th seven o'clock at the aladdin theater in portland oregon that's right that's so right. go buy your tickets go nominate mm-hmm. and then voting goes live august 1st so be prepared to vote for your favorites. Yeah. And we're going to do a really cool thing with our patrons. We are. They're going to be entered into a raffle. And that's actually the thing that's $5 or higher. Yes. I forgot yesterday. Or yeah, it was yesterday. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's $5 or higher. You're going to be entered in a raffle. And then if you live in the United States, we are going to pick one of you guys. Mm-hmm. And you guys are going to be able to, we're going to pay for you to come out here, be in Portland with us. Yes. You're going to get your flight and hotel all calmed mm-hmm. and you get to hang out with us. Mm-hmm. And be a part of the show. So yep. become a patron. It's patreon.com forward slash OSLP. Yep. Um, and the $7 tier is our favorite because it's the Benchies. Yes. They're our like biggest rock and support group in the world, I yeah, swear. Yeah, they are so amazing. They are so positive mm-hmm. And so like even today, like it feels like everybody's kind of struggling today. Yeah. Um, And so like I went on there and I just give some positive outlook and like love to every single person that's out mm-hmm. there. And it's just a very welcoming place it to is. be. And they offer like all, like any type of support. And like with me going through the Eric stuff, like they've been there, they're checking on me, you know, they're asking if I can, if I need anything. Yep. And when, and vice versa, when they just come out, like Holly came out of her um, surgery, not so good. She's in a lot of fucking pain. Yep. She had to go back to the ER. Yeah. So like we know these things about our our Mm benchies and we care about them and we Mm -hmm. try to like help support each other as much as we can. Exactly. Go over there, do that. And then if you want to watch all the episodes, patrons get them first. They get them 10 10 days days first. Yeah. Yeah. And then YouTube gets them every Tuesday. Yes. So you want to go over to YouTube. Mm -hmm. You want to type in our sleeve life podcast dot com. Our sleeve life podcast. I'm sure. And subscribe. Hit the little bell. It means more to us than it does you. But please go do it. Please Please. go do it. That's right. Because the YouTube world is huge and they have lots of bariatric patients there. They do. But they just don't know where we exist. Yes. So the more that you guys subscribe, the further we'll get in that algorithm. Exactly. So So before we go any further, let's talk about what we're going to talk about about today. today. Yeah. Yeah. So we were kind of I was looking through Instagram the other day and you guys, if you've been listening to the the episodes lately, it's kind of all about mindset Mm -hmm. and emotional eating, eating addiction, all of that type of stuff we've kind of been covering. Uh, The episode with Michaela is fucking phenomenal. Phenomenal. Yeah. Um, So excited. We actually um, recorded an episode with Jamie, the sleeve dietitian, too, Mm -hmm. where we were kind of talking about mindset um, so we've kind of been going on this like theme, right? And by this airs, Tamisha's going to be out. And oh, that's, Tamisha's, a, that's a really good oh one. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. It's a good one. A lot again about mindset and how things happen to us mm-hmm. and what we need to do to set ourselves up for success. And, exactly. Yeah. And if you guys don't know who Tamisha is, she's um, on Instagram. 
It's time for a change. Yep. And is her handle. And she is a bariatric patient who is also a therapist. How cool is that? Very cool. Um, and she's just a delightful human being. She is. Um, so excited because um we're actually meeting her in Dallas, which this will be the week that we are in yeah, Dallas. So we're meeting her right so now. So we're meeting her right now. <laughs> um, and yeah, we're just super excited. We're actually, oh, I actually before we get into what we're talking about, we are gonna also be in Dallas. In in June, yeah, June, right now we're there, and June seventh, which is today, yep, we're going to be doing a uh, meetup with Jamie. Yes, we are with so the tribe. We're super excited. So if you're in Dallas and you are hearing this right now, go see if there's any tickets left mm-hmm. and come meet us and come hang out. We're yeah. gonna have tacos. I know who doesn't want to like just meet and eat tacos. Yeah, tacos, bariatric patients, like so hello, cool. kismet. Um, 100%. Yes. So, uh, but today we're going to talk about physical hunger versus emotional hunger. Yes. Because there is a difference. There are very two different things. <laughs> and I didn't realize how big of a difference until I saw the post. Um, her hashtag or her handle is my bariatric dietitian. Yes. Um, and I love her page. She has a lot of great information. So if you don't follow her, go follow her right now. Yeah. Um, and then she actually goes through the list of what's physical hunger versus emotional hunger. Yeah. And as I was reading it, I was like, oh, I hit every cue for emotional. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I emotionally eat pretty much every day. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I know. Okay. I know. So I was like reading it and I was like, oh shit. <laughs> yeah, I do that a lot. You do that a I lot. I do that a lot. Maybe, maybe a couple times a day. Okay. Well then let's like what is what's on the list? Okay. So let's start with emotional and then we'll go into physical and what your hunger cues are. And you are. tell me if you do this. Okay. Because I want to feel not alone. <laughs> I'm sure I do. It's just probably not an everyday occurrence. Okay. So comes on suddenly. Yes. Okay. Check mark. Uh, only satisfied with specific foods. Yes. Isn't that a huge one? And that one goes when we travel, you know, because remember when we were walking around, um, where we were San Diego this last time mm-hmm. and we were trying to figure out what we wanted. And I was like, I just want something comforting. Yeah. And that's what I was looking for was I was, I realized I was emotionally eating because I was like, oh, I'm in a new place, but I do kind of want some comfort. Well, food. we had some stress. Of course. There's always stress. There's there was some stress there. <laughs> there was some stress there. So yeah. I was like comfort food. Yes. So I get it. Yeah. 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 Um, the other one is often leads to mindless eating. Yeah. Which I do that with sweets. Mm-hmm. Sweets are a really bad one for me because I try to stop myself, but I'm just like, it tastes so good. I don't really care. I'm just gonna eat what I want to eat and I'm just gonna keep going until it's gone. And that is like where you're out of control. Yep. My out of control moments are when, especially when I'm alone. Ah, uh, mine's worse when I'm together with someone. Oh, really? So um, I do it with Eric all the time. And it's where like if he has, because he's a junk food junkie, you yeah. all know this. Yeah. So he'll have some of his junk food and then I will be fine until he opens it. Mm. And I don't want what he's eating because I hate a lot of the candy he likes. Yes. <laughs> Which is good. It's very it good. good. But then I'm like. Oh, I want something. Yeah. He's eating. And it's I just eat. over there and I can just like, mm-hmm. and then you, yeah, I do. No, now that you've said it, Zach does it. Yeah. And I'll yeah. randomly grab his food just to see if I do like it. Mm-hmm. What I am proud of myself though, he got these like airheads. We're in the hospital and Dylan brought in these airhead spear ones. Okay. And I like the airheads that have like the creamy in the middle. Okay. Um, <laughs> you like the cream? Of course I do. <laughs> 
<laughs> and I was, yeah, I took one bite and I ate. And I was like, nope. And he's like, yeah, these aren't the greatest. And I was like, I'm not. And I literally told him, like, I'm not wasting my sugar intake on that. And I gave it back to him. That and, is really good. Yeah. But then I grabbed it. Well, I did grab a built bar puff. So that's oh, what okay, I grabbed okay. instead. So I did. Cool. I did do something good. good. But yeah, I was like, I'm not going to waste the sugar. So I'm, you added protein Because I knew. No, because I knew I was going to. I wanted sugar. Yeah. And so I was like, I'm just not going to waste it on this airhead. That's gross. Like yeah. I wasn't just going to waste my stomach on it. But I knew I was still going to eat sugar. Yeah. <laughs> and but the fact I mean, that I had the puff in the room, yeah. I was like. Thank God that like past Melanie was looking out for future Melanie. Yes. I had I had a midday uh the peanut butter ones in my backpack and Perfect. and the built bar puff. Nice. So I had at least something on me when okay. I when I because I knew I was gonna have some yeah. sort of I was like, there this is emotional all the time. So oh, something's yeah. gonna happen. I need yeah. to prepare pretty mm-hmm. well. And so I do that with people. Alone, I really don't. I eat a lot more ice alone. Which is okay. interesting. All right. Because I think I'm trying to avoid eating. Oh. And so, so I'm just yeah. eating more ice. And mm-hmm. then when there's no one around, I can chomp as loud as I want. Oh. Because just know people that are around me when I'm eating ice, I'm trying to be as light as possible for you because it can't oh, be loud. It doesn't even bother me. It can be like. <laughs> but it feels good. <laughs> See, I'm more like when I'm around you, I'm way better. Ditto. I'm way better because I'm like, she's going to judge me if I eat this. And I know Even you won't. won't. It's you just, won't. Mm-hmm. But I'm just like, OK, I'm going to be I'm going to be good. I can be good, which is good that I'm around mm-hmm. you a lot because I eat better when yep. I'm around you. Yep. When I'm around Zach, I eat horrible. Yeah, because it's the dudes, there's man. no like he doesn't judge me. No. Well, so, and they're not on a journey. Well, you know, he's supposed to be. Yeah, supposed to be, but he's mm-hmm. mentally not. So mentally not, it's easy to just, yeah, since he's not, then you're not when you're yeah. only with him. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. he did say, okay, because I love the white cheddar Cheetos. Mm-hmm. And those are something that I will mindlessly eat. Oh, because understood. they're white cheddar. I don't like them, but I understand the feeling. I love white cheddar. I'm like that with Ritz crackers. Yeah. yeah. So I'll sit there and I'll like, there was a bag open on the counter and I was like eating, like, you know, doing work. And then I would like reach over and oh, eat. Yeah. And so it was complete mindless, mindlessly eating. And Zach looked at me and then he told Chloe, he was like, um, put that bag in the pantry because Kelly will continue to eat those. Yeah. And I was like, Thanks. thank you. Thank you for doing that. Because I, I love it when that. they do that because yeah. Eric and Dylan have both done it to me. They're like, I'm going to take this away from you. Thank you. And I'll tell Zach, I'll be like, you need to take this away I've from done me that because too. I will eat the whole bag. I'll be like, get this away. Yeah. Get this away. This needs to go over by you because if it's on his side of the bed. I, I know it's it. not even that far but, no, I was but I'm way. not gonna get up and like walk around and eat it if it's on my side I will continue to reach for it all night long I mean I have fucked with Eric once where I literally just leaned over him and yeah. just like laid slowly over him to grab <laughs> grab <something. laughs> but that's not an everyday occurrence so no, no. no not at all yeah. yeah I really and I have discovered that mindlessly eating for me if I have and we've talked about this if you have something with protein mm-hmm. It's filling. It's more filling because it's not a slider food. Right. Which if you guys don't know what slider foods are, they're they're foods that dissolve in your mouth. Yeah. Quickly. So crackers, chips, um, chocolate, ice cream, ice cream. All of those are kind of more slider foods because they slide down. And so you're not getting full because it's not being it's not a dense protein. Well, and remember when they told us was like. You want to feel like there's a certain part of your pouch where all of a sudden you'll feel hung like full. Yes. And with slider foods, you just never hit that mark. Yeah, because it continues to dissolve. Yeah. So then it's like you eat more, but then it goes down and then you eat yeah. more and it goes down. So you can eat a whole bag of something mm-hmm. and 
still have the same size stomach. It's just you're able to fit it in because it's dissolving faster than you can. And we all know we've all done that trick where we're like, we're like, I only have to eat a little bit of this and then I can have more. And it's the slider foods and it's yeah, it's a vicious cycle. It is. But I have found if I make my protein balls, Mm -hmm. there are little chocolate chips and stuff in them. So it gives me that sweetness. But it's also packed with protein yeah. because you've got your peanut butter, which I know Jamie told us is fat, but it, it does fat. have some protein in it. I'm That's go good that. for you. Yeah. And then I have devotion protein in it. Mm-hmm. And then I put the obvi collagen in it. Okay. So it's and then it's got the protein oatmeal in it. Yeah. So by Kodiak. Yep. So it's protein packed. So mm-hmm. I eat like and I can already feel that my stomach's kind of like it was kind of expanding mm-hmm. a little bit. I could feel that it was kind of stretching out a little bit. and. Because I used to be able to eat three. Right. And now I'm like eating one and a half and I'm full. Nice. So I'm definitely seeing that. Like now are you listening? Are you listening? I am listening. If I eat the protein balls, I listen. Okay. If I'm eating, let's say brownies, I don't listen. No. No. So it's very different, like the different foods. So it's almost like the food that you choose even helps you stay with your mindset. Correct. That's crazy. Yeah. So yeah. like if I sense, eat chicken though. nuggets, mm-hmm. I can feel the fullness. Right. I stop when I'm full. I put it away. It's still satisfying to me, mm-hmm. but it's so that's a part of emotional eating. Yes. Though. So let's go back to the list. What's the list? So we talked about mindless eating. So unsatisfied when you're full. And when you're oh. eating slider foods, you're not satisfied. You're not satisfied. Or when you have like this craving where you just like, I just want this. You're not satisfied. Yeah. You want to keep eating. Last Saturday, I came home <clears throat> to stay the night yeah. and I put together the couch and then me and Dylan ate dinner. Okay. But when he left to go see Eric, I ordered um, Baskin Robbins. Oh. Um, and I was like, oh, it's going to be so good. It's my chocolate chip. Yeah. You know, whatever. I'm going to watch my show. Yep. I was like preparing for it. Right. Okay. And then I get it and I eat it, but it was not satisfying. <laughs> so was, you keep eating because you're hoping that you're mm-hmm. going to hit that satisfaction. And I just satis- never did. Satisfaction. Satisfaction? That. Yeah. I that. never fully became satisfied. Okay. And then I was at the end of it. I was annoyed with myself because I'm like, I'm not even satisfied by this. Why did I do this to myself? Which leads to the next one, which is um, may lead to regret, guilt, and shame. Oh, so I did that exactly motion. Uh huh. There's <laughs> also one in between that craving you can't get out of your head. Oh yeah, I've been there. Yeah, and that was the ice cream thing. I was like, ooh, yep, ooh, I can have it. I can have uh-huh. it later. I can have it later, and just yep. would not leave my brain. Yep. So I was like, I'm gonna have it so I can leave my brain. But I also got the two scoops instead of just having one scoop. And then I wasn't even satisfied. And then and I was annoyed. As you can, as I'm listening to you, all I'm hearing is I, I'm having guilt. I'm having guilt. shame yep. because I shouldn't have had that ice cream. Yep. Even though like I can't have ice cream. You it's can fine. have it's the fine. ice cream. It's it's okay to have it's an ice cream. Shameful. It's not shameful. The thing is, is that when you have the surgery, you are not saying that you're never going to have these foods again. Right. And I think that's where we don't talk about it enough. Right. Because it's not that you're never going to have these foods. It's not that you're never going to have ice cream or pasta or, you know, a heavy carb meal. Yeah, whatever it is for you're, you. You you have the surgery so you can live your life. Yeah. You're just needing to learn how to have it in moderation without that guilt and shame. And not have it because I'm having an emotional situation. But I think if you set yourself up and say, like, I know this is an emotional eating. I'm going to have my ice cream. Because okay. I am going to feel comforted in this moment in time. Well, I did that and I still felt shitty. 
mm. and not satisfied. Because I knew, I knew all day that I would like, once I had the craving, I knew I was going to have it. I was even excited that Dylan was going to be gone. Like I was mm. like so prepared and stoked about it. Yeah. And like, I was like, yeah, I can have this because I didn't eat like everything that day was literally on point. Okay. So I knew it was going to fit in. It was just like, I still felt shitty afterwards. Well, because I think we're programmed to feel bad. I think so, too. We were programmed in our brain over diet culture, disordered eating, all of that. Mm -hmm. We're programmed to feel feel guilt instead of being, you know, and we talked about it with Michaela. Mm -hmm. We need to find a place where we're okay that we had that. Yep. That we're okay, that it's okay to have a splurge every now and then. Mm -hmm. You're not having it two scoops every night. No, it just wasn't satisfying. I think that's what made me so frustrating. Uh, Like, I was so frustrated that it didn't satisfy me. I was just like, what the? I was preparing this for all day, man. Mm -hmm. And it didn't even feel good. Like, it didn't didn't even do the thing that I wanted it to do. Like, you know, like, I wanted it to make me feel good. And it didn't Mm -hmm. make me feel good. So I was frustrated because I'm like... Food normally, that's what it does for us. Like it makes us feel, feel better. Good. And it didn't do it. So I was like, well, because the root of you wanting ice cream is because you're going through a lot with Eric. Yeah, absolutely what it is. It's like, so, hey, go ahead and have it. <laughs> but the end of the the end result, so you have the ice cream, mm-hmm. but everything that's still going on with Eric is still going on after the ice cream. Yeah, it's still there. It's still there during the ice cream, after the ice cream. It does it's not done yet. It's not. It, the craving. Okay, so this is what my thought process is. The craving wasn't for the ice cream. The no. craving is for the situation to be done. Oh yeah, it was totally. I wanted to be like. I wanted to be like self soothing. I was trying yeah. to self soothe. I was like, I just want to feel good for like maybe twenty minutes. Yeah. So like, I'm gonna watch my show and I'm gonna eat my ice cream and yeah. I'm gonna feel good about it. Yeah. And then when I was done, I was like, I don't even feel good about it. Yeah. Damn it. Yeah. It didn't even work. Well, and then it makes you frustrated because you're like, all I want to do is feel good. Mm-hmm. And in the past, every time that we've eaten it foods might, like that, it yep, makes you feel makes better. Makes you feel good. And you're like, cool. I've got that dopamine hit. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm really satisfied. Yeah. I like my ice cream. I, But now we've learned more. <gasps> yeah. A lot we more. We know what it is. And we recorded with Michaela three days before that. So that's why. Oh. So that's why in my head, I was like, I can have this. This is yep. okay to have. Da, yep. da, da, da. And then totally the, fine. And yeah. then realizing like, oh, that just doesn't work anymore for self-soothing. I have to find something else to help me self-soothe. It's not going to be food. Okay. Because it didn't work. Are you starting to like come up with ideas of what to use for self, self-soothing? Uh, no, mm-hmm. not going to lie. <laughs> Maybe. You because like it's on my mind, but like I haven't like, I don't know how to like do them. Just because of time and stuff. So maybe we need to talk with somebody about how to self self soothe. Well, yeah, and that's why I did, guys. I did call a therapist. Even yeah. Kelly has too. I have an appointment. Um, yeah, she has an appointment. Yes. Mine texted me, so I will be. <laughs> I just so weird. It felt really. It felt like in not oh. personal. Yeah, in personal. In personal. In personal. Like it just didn't feel right. It was just yeah. like. I called you and I get a text. Karen's yelling at me. Karen, Karen is yelling at you. Um, Karen is her hydrate bottle. For those yes. that don't know, we See? love our hydrate bottle. I've been showing it off She's all saying, the time. Bitch, get your water. In the hospital because everyone's like, what is that thing? So um, they love it. Yep. They're like, it tells you. I'm like, yeah, it flashes at you. Yep. It talks to you. It gives you like little happy uh, like affirmations. Yep. Water like, affirmations. And then they, cool. it counts it for you. That's yeah. what I love is that I don't mm-hmm. have to count my water. Yeah, like, and Eric's funny. He's like, show them. Show them. I'm like, I don't really like, here's the bottle. Like, do you want me to show them the app? Like, what am I? Like, I go, go over to 
Hydrate Spark OSLP. Like that's like I can get you a discount. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Because the nurses are yep. all walking around with oh, yeah. their with their tumblers too. Yeah. So um, but yeah, I just don't know yet how to self-soothe. And so okay. I'm I'm in, that's gonna be definitely a question for the therapist. For the therapist. Awesome. Because um even with all the things that we know, yeah, I have no idea where to begin with that one. Right. Yeah. I kind of feel like, that's another thing for me is that and that's why I stuff my emotions down mm-hmm. because I don't know what to do with them when they come out. Yeah. So, like, you know, I, I have very strong emotions about the divorce. Mm-hmm. The dogs are more than anything. Mm-hmm. Um, How could it not? I mean, it, yeah. I, I mean, just... you have strong emotions, but yep. instead of me being able to, like let them out and like healthily deal with them. Yeah. Which again, I don't know if healthily is a word, but it is now we're going to make it one. (laughs) Um, I don't know what to do with them. So if I don't know what to do with it, I stuff it down or I eat. Yep. And that's where the majority of my regain has happened because I don't know what to do with those feelings. Mm -hmm. And so Again, that's what we've learned our entire life is let's soothe myself with food. Right. So if I have a bad day, I'm going to eat whatever is out there Mm -hmm. and I'm going to do it when nobody can see me for the most part. And it is alone. It it, It is alone. alone. Me too. Yeah. It's a lone thing. Because I'll emotionally eat with someone. Yeah. But like when it's mine, it's always alone. (laughs) Yeah. I do the same. That's why I eat in the middle of the night. Yep. I mean, which there's a whole thing coming learn. up. Yeah, that we've I told, learned about that. I told Eric about that shit, and he's like, "I do all those things," and I go, "You and Kelly both." <sighs> well, I was like, legit, like the whole time I was like, "Oh, there's a split here," but it's like Melanie has one that's because we found out that like I have like the biomarkers for addiction. Yeah, and then you psychological, guys, and then yeah, you guys have the psychological one. Yeah, we're psychological. You or, are on the bio one. Biological? Mm-hmm. No, there's it's another word, but yeah, yeah, because it, it runs the there's family. Two and there's two different ones. There's the yeah. DNA, and I, me, and Eric have a certain set, mm-hmm. and you have a certain it's set, so and crazy. it makes sense on why we eat the way we do. Yep, and yep. it's so crazy. So keep an eye out for that episode. It's gonna also. be with Connie, Connie Stapleton. She's, she's fucking bomb. So this woman is outrageous. Yeah. So it like, is back to emotional eating. <laughs> okay. So that was the emotional eating. Okay. So, so yes, now let's we've go all through done those. physical hunger. I do have a question real okay. quick before we switch over to physical hunger. But you're saying you do this every day. I do. Uh, so at least one of those markers that's on the emotional eating or emotional hunger. Uh-huh. I do that. Wow. Because I have so many emotions but yeah, that you know. I don't know what to do with uh-huh. that. It comes out every single day. It comes out every single day, but it comes out differently in food uh-huh. is what I'm understanding. Yeah. Yeah. Mine's more very situational based for emotional. Okay. It has to be like something has had to happen. But You're a very compartmentalized person. Yep. So like you can take a situation and be like, that's going to go over here. Yep. These emotions are going to go here. Yep. And this is what's going to go here. I've been trained. And I am not. Yeah. I am a very blended emotional person mm-hmm. so it's like everything's together yeah it makes sense because i was trained as a young age to never show people my problems mm. but at home we could cry it out and do those things yeah so which makes sense why like the way that i i set up everything it's yeah. like because the stuff with eric like you know yeah it hit me in the beginning uh-huh. and then like now i can talk about it just fine because i was able 
the process and then move it over compartment in, in my head yep. so where I can just do that yep. like we've we've made jokes now yeah and I can do that like I made the joke with you and Zach like yep. we're like read the room sir <laughs> <laughs> like come on yes so yes. but it is interesting because yeah if you don't know how to like process or do that then yeah it's all intertwined yeah and I was I've always been an emotional eater I didn't know it right when I, in the past but we've kind of over the last couple of weeks, we've really kind of delved into yeah. why we're doing the things we're doing, not just that we're doing it and admitting it out loud, but why? Why are why, we going why, for why? these things? Mm -hmm. And that's the most important question, I think, when it comes to emotional versus physical. I think that's a very big question that you should ask yourself. Why? Yeah, we should. I'm going to write something down because I just got... Um, she got a thought, got guys. A thought. She I got a thought. Five. But yeah, I think asking yourself why. So why am I eating this right now? Am I emotional? Is there an emotion that's coming out that I feel can only be fixed by this food? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I definitely do not stop and ask that question. Yeah. I do not stop myself and be like, why am I reaching for this? Mm -hmm. Is it because it's there? Is it because there's an emotion attached to this? Do I think I'm going to feel better after I have it? You know, and I, you will like, that's something you have to learn over time. Like, and I think I've, through therapy, I'm definitely yeah, going to learn because I didn't learn that shit till like year three and four. Yeah, and okay. you're in that time. Frame. I'm in that time. Frame. You're in that time frame. Yeah. Because you're forced to. Because I honestly thank the God. Thank, thank the higher power that created this podcast. I know. Right. Because or let us create this podcast, I should say, um, because without this. I don't know if I would be in a as healthy of a state and I'm very I I need help for sure. Yeah. But I don't think I would be able to I I don't think it would be as good as it is now, right now. I agree. I agree for that for both of us too. Yeah. Because the the cuz the year 3 and 4 if you think about it, we started this podcast when I was when I hit you 4. Were four. Yeah. Yep. I was 4 turning into 5. Yep, and I was 9 months. Yeah. So like I just went through the whole like learning to stop Mm -hmm. and process and wait and i don't know where the fuck i learned that from because i didn't see a therapist no you didn't, didn't see you didn't have any oh, of this i didn't have anything and yeah. so the only thing that i did have and I, dr patterson only saw once a year so it wasn't her but what i do think is that i and i delved myself into a lot of health podcasts ah. a lot of things to understand your body okay. chemistry okay um so i was learning like oh like this is why you need to do these things so you can okay. get this x result because of course my brain's like math you know it's like yeah it makes if sense. i do one and two three will happen so uh -huh. it's like okay so i just dulled myself into all these podcasts that i can listen to and a lot of it was joe rogan i know like i'm not a fan like i, I okay i love joe rogan okay um, his standups fucking bomb. The way that his podcast has turned, I'm not a huge fan okay. of. Okay, but right. the podcast that I listened to five, six years ago was way more raw and more about like the science and all these things. And mm -hmm. so I would, when I listened to like some of the professionals on there, then I would go to theirs. Uh, kind of like how Connie has her own podcast. Yeah. I would do the same thing. So like Dr. Rhonda Patrick has her own podcast. Yeah. Which you you, know? I know you love. I fucking love her. And then like now with um, Answers with Joe, he's a YouTuber, but like also he's a researcher. Okay. Um, and he's especially like, in, he started in film, which is really funny. Yeah. So like he does a bunch of shit that I've learned from him too. And then 
all the other guests that he's had. So it's like yeah. you find your thing. Yeah. And then you start to kind of go down the rabbit hole because yep. sometimes the rabbit hole can really help. And it, it did for me. It can. Because it made me be like, OK, I just can't do these things. And I want and I felt good when I didn't do those things. Yeah. You know, I did intermittent fasting for two years because it worked for me. Yeah. Like it totally did. I was mm-hmm. on a regimen and it felt great. And I felt like. I felt like first year with intermittent fasting because okay. the brain fog was gone again. Yeah. And I love not feeling that brain fog. Mm-hmm. So like, and it made me be like, oh, it's because now I know it's because I wasn't eating like the protein heavy right in the morning. Ah. And that's what I needed. Uh-huh. And so I was just doing that at one o'clock. <laughs> it was protein heavy sense. at one. So yeah. it made like it made sense of what was going on. But like you really have you are what you consume. And I'll keep saying it because you need to be like immerse yourself into the community mm-hmm. immerse yourself into things that will literally help yourself because yep. yeah if we didn't do this podcast both of us would be in a totally different direction yeah, uh, i don't know trajectory I, I we would you no. might have regained completely yep. like because we i we know the divorce would have still happened we mm-hmm. just don't know dude like what the regain would have looked like for you yeah yeah you know? because and i think it happened as much as it did because mm-hmm. i kind of pulled back right i wasn't as present present in what i was doing Mm -hmm. prior to the divorce right i was very in what we were doing i was very into my journey and i think at some point after it happened i was like it's fine i can i can Mm -hmm. do what i want because i'm in pain right and for me when i'm in pain or emotional pain Mm -hmm. can be physical or emotional I go right towards food because it is comforting. It has always comforted me. Mm-hmm. And fuck. <laughs> what? You know, you're getting teary up? No, I'm just realizing some things as I'm talking. Oh, fuck. Breaking news. What did you learn? I that. What did you learn, Kyle? Uh, when I was in, in chronic pain before I had surgery, yep. I ate because I had no control over my body. Right. So the only thing I could control was my food. Yep. So lo and behold, when I'm going through a divorce that I have no control in, what am I doing? The exact same thing. Grabbing food because that's what I have control over. When I'm feeling sad about my dogs, I guess what? I have no control over that. Mm -hmm. So what am I doing? I'm going towards food because I can control what I'm eating. Yeah, we as human beings, we like to control things. I'm literally repeating my actions. Yeah, you're in this cycle. You're in the cycle. So you have to. That's why therapy breaks the cycle. It teaches you how. I just realized that I'm legit doing the exact same thing I did before surgery. Yeah. Yeah. I have and, no and that's control. Okay. You didn't over, know. I have no control. So what am I doing? I'm going mm-hmm. towards food that I can control what I put in my body. Right. And you just have to shift the mindset of what you can control. Because for yeah. me it was like, oh, but you know what I can't control? I can control myself going to work out. Because back then I was going all the fucking time. Yeah. And I still had to deal with fucking drama yep. and trauma and whatever. Just yeah. never something like this before. No. Um, no. This is completely this different. This is crazy. But um, but yeah, like you have to just switch the control. Like what do you want to control? Yeah. Is going to be the new thing for you. Yeah. It's just like getting there. Well, but right after surgery, I was totally cool with the control being of I'm controlling my journey. I'm mm-hmm. controlling what I put in my body. I'm controlling like if I that I'm choosing these healthy mm-hmm. options versus eating crap. Right. 
God damn it. Well, that's why we do these because like know. legit, like the podcast has helped both of us because like it just reaffirms everything and it makes you accountable and it, it makes does. you like see it right there in your face. Mm-hmm. And that's what helped me stay on my maintaining stage. Yep. Like I didn't fall off because I'm we're in this shit every day, single day. Yep. We see it every single day. Yep. So it's kind of like, how do you not, you know? Yep. So it's like, that's the key. Just don't. Don't lose track of your community. No, don't stay like, and, in the community and understand that if you're having emotional problems, it is totally 100% okay to go talk to somebody. Yes, please do go because I fought it for, I mean, we're ever. coming up on a year since I've been divorced. So it's been like a year and a half mm-hmm. pretty much yep. that I've been going through this. I've been fighting it the entire time. I did see a therapist right after the divorce for yes. probably about a month. Yeah, you saw like three sessions or something. Like I that. think it was three or four. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I've been fighting it because I don't want to think about the emotions. I don't want to think about where I'm at emotionally because I am. Because you know that you are. You just don't want to admit it to yourself. I don't want to. I don't want to talk about it. I want to yeah. shove it down because right. you know that's a safe space. Let's just shove it, shove it on down. We don't think about those things, you don't, but- and that's not healthy because that's why I'm doing the whole thing of emotional eating. Yeah. Because I'm shoving those emotions down. And so what do you do with them? You eat to cover it up and it just kind of shoves it down well, a little bit further. What stress does to your body, though, like when you're shoving it down and not expressing it, it what it does to your body and is stress insane. can make cause you to gain weight also yep. because you're you're stressing about everything. Yeah. Everything. Everything. And with your autoimmune diseases, it's probably hurting your joints. And your water retention and all the things. There's a whole thing. There's a whole thing, guys. Attached to that. (laughs) Yep. There's a whole bunch of bullshit. Is what it is. So So okay. So let's physical on to physical hunger. Um. So physical hunger comes on gradually. Yeah. So you'll be like, Hey, I think I'm getting a little hungry. Okay. All right. All Mm -hmm. right. And then you're gonna feel it come come on a little bit more. It's not gonna be like. Boom, I need this. Yeah. So, and I think that's the difference is it's going to be like, okay, I need to start thinking about lunch. Okay, what am I going to have for lunch? Okay. Or if you already prepped, like, okay, I have it in the fridge. I'll take, like, kind of start thinking about heating it up or grabbing it. Well, look at what you're doing. You're being mindful. You're being mindful. You're thinking about what you're going to do. Because it's coming on gradually. Yeah. Instead of, boom, I'm hungry. I want brownies. Yeah. Like that exactly. is a full I'm, I'm I'm using brownies because Chloe made brownies the other day and oh. they've been sitting on the stove and I've been every time I walk by, I have a little bit of it. Yep. So that's where my all of this is coming ya. from. So, yeah, at least it's not gone. Yeah. Chloe, stop. Oh, it's almost gone. Uh, Chloe, stop making brownies, please. Um, <laughs> they're delicious. But yeah, but stop it. Um, and then satisfied with a variety of foods, mm. which I think is very pivotal because you could say. Like, okay, I'll be satisfied whether I have um, some chicken nuggets for lunch, which I'm I'm going towards the just bare chicken nuggets. They're yes. like chicken chunks. They're delicious. I don't like the word chunk. Um, it makes me think of barfing. Um, no, I mean, it kind of sounds like right? it. Right? Yeah. So they're like chicken things. Little chicken tenders. Ch- little chicken tenders. Yeah. And cubed chicken. Cubed chicken. I there like that. Um, and they're lightly breaded. They're a lot like Chick-fil-A. Um, and I really... Like, we both love them. Yeah. I pick them I up every them time I go to Costco. Yeah. yeah. And they're really easy to eat. I pair it with some ranch. We're good to go. Done deal. I can have five or six and then I'm done. Mm-hmm. And it's solid chicken protein. Like, it's 
solid protein. So yeah. it's going to fill you well, up. And it's being heated up in the air fryer too. Yeah. So that's even better. Yeah. So nine minutes, you're done. Because that's my biggest thing is I snack while I'm waiting for my food also. <laughs> you're not supposed to do that. I know. I know. I mean, so, if you're a chef tasting your food, that's different than snacking. Oh, I'm snacking. Yeah. I'm full, you're on, full snacking. on snacking. Yeah. Um, generally more aware when eating, mm-hmm. which we can both... Because you you sit there and you like take your bite and then you put your fork and knife down yeah. and then you think about it. You're not just like shoveling the food into. Well, your and mouth. you kind of like I know what I'll do for time wise too. I'll be like, okay, like around two o'clock that I'm gonna eat that. That's gonna be like yeah. my snack at two. Yeah. So I'm already like yeah, you know, very mindful. Yeah. Timing it out. Yeah. Thinking about it. It exactly. is way different. <laughs> it is completely different. <laughs> um, and then you're satisfied when you're full. Yeah, that's true. So like. I'm going to use the chicken mm-hmm. as another example. We were eating it yesterday because we were putting Mel's uh, living room together, which looks fantastic. Looking fantastic. It looks so good. Yeah. And we were eating chicken and standing and talking. And it was like I I didn't feel that like you need to roll me out of here. Right. Yeah. And, but I still want more. Right. It was a OK, I've had four. Cool. I'm good. Right. Was, I don't feel hungry. I'm I'm good. It was very satisfying because mm-hmm. I was like I went to because after that I went to the hospital and yeah. I wasn't like hungry. You weren't like raging. Yeah. For hunger. Like I, it was just like a very like I'm settled. Yeah. Okay, I'm, I'm settled. Good. I'll be good until dinner time. Yeah. Um, but then I snacked with him because he was snacking, but that's yeah, fine. Yeah. It's different. Yeah, it happens. Yeah. Um, yeah, I feel like that with the real good foods, the stuffed chicken oh. with the, the bacon wrapped stuffed yeah, chicken. Yeah, that thing you gave me. It's so good. Fucking bomb. It's so good. And you just have a little bit of ranch. It's I just need to like, buy it's those so good. Too. Yeah. Well, they come in a, like a huge pack of them. Yeah. Is yeah, that a Costco? At Costco. So now you're gonna have to pick up both of those well for me. if i go tonight i will get you some so. thank you You're i welcome. need the nuggies and, and it's it's easy you throw thing. it in the air fryer and it's like i think i said it for 19 minutes last time and it was perfect perfect so well and i what i like about the air fryer what i'm noticing and guys it's because i haven't had also a microwave in like five or <laughs> six so years weird um yeah it'll be like seven years now that yeah. we have not had a microwave and so when the air fryer is like a microwave basically yeah. but it's way better yeah. and the time i love that if i can be like okay in 15 minutes it's gonna be done so i can get a bunch of stuff that i need done yep i can prep like and I know it annoys Eric and he'll he helps sometimes, too, because I'll be like, hey, I want to get my my drink in the room. I'll make sure I've already smoked. I like lock the front door and I get my drink ready. And it's like, I need that prep time. And, yeah. I, and I go to the bathroom. That's why you don't snack because you're you have a plan. I do have of a plan. like, OK, I'm going to go and do this and this and this. It should take out right about the time that mm-hmm. it's done. And then yep. I'm going to go eat. Yep. That's exactly. And I stand and like watch. <laughs> Like it's going to go faster. Yep. And then I'm snacking <laughs> while I'm waiting for my oh food my to God. cook. So I really need to start doing that. Like, okay, I'm going to put this in and then I'm going to do A, B, and C. And then I'll come back. I'll grab my food and then I'll eat. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think that would be a better mindset for me. Well, because the boys like it where like when food's done, we're together. Yeah. And we're eating together. Yeah. And I do have all these little things I want done before I actually like sit. sit. Yeah. Because I don't, everybody can probably like vouch for this like when you're sitting you're like i don't want to fucking get up for a while no no like, so all the things need to be fucking done so whether that's me going to the bathroom or me getting a drink or yep. having a napkin ready like yep. just, i don't want to have to get up yeah so it does take me a good 15 minutes <laughs> and so it's Apparently perfect timing for air fryer yeah. yeah i need to start doing that because i i use zach's air fryer all the time so. oh well there you go yeah i mean that's pretty much i either have chicken nuggets or the real good food 
Like those oh. are my go-tos for lunch. Oh, and that's a perfect protein. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's packed protein no matter, no matter which what way you, you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I just, I make my ranch, I throw it in the fridge and then it's there for the week. And <sighs> I'm actually, when I leave here, I think I'm going to go to the store and I'm going to get all of the snack foods that I like to have because I bought them. At one point I bought them and I brought them to my house. I don't really live. I live in my house. I just really don't go there very often. And so it makes more sense for me to buy them and have them at Zach's house. I just in the beginning, I was like, I don't like, is it allowed for me to keep food at your house? Like, you're so I don't know. Like, it's so weird. Um, So I think that's what I'm going to do. So then I have all the foods that I need to stay on point. And then if I have some like snap peas while I'm waiting for my chicken to cook, it's like, not a problem. That's not a big deal. No. And I like and we all eat doesn't like healthy. snap peas. Yeah. They're so fucking good. Yeah. Especially with the so ranch that with we ranch, make. Yeah. 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 It's amazing. Or a honey crisp apples with with peanut butter. Mm-hmm. Perfect snack. Yeah. Like, oh, totally. I can cut those up, have them ready. Just eat, eat away. Was yeah. there any more on that list? Because yes. I was going to bring up food cues. Yes. So let's finish this list out. Okay. So um, growing or paying in your stomach. So when okay. it's a f- emotional hunger, you're not going to feel that physical hunger. hunger. Yeah. And for a lot of us, you're probably not going to feel that for at least a, a year. A year. Yeah. I think I was right around a year and a half when mm-hmm. mine started coming back. And it's vi- it's like really apparent that I'm hungry when that oh, happens. It's instant. Like and- I haven't eaten in like a while. And those are actually what the gurgles do for me. Like, I feel like I'm getting like the, um, the growling uh, instead in of like throat, yeah. in my throat instead of like in my normal area. Yeah. yeah. I definitely get it in my stomach. My gurgles are from drinking too quickly. Oh, well, that's funny. We yeah. get gurgles for different reasons. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then the last one is unlikely to lead to guilt or shame. Yep. And that's exactly what it is. Because if I have the two chicken meals that I just told you guys about, I don't feel guilty or shameful nope. for eating those because I know they're packed with protein. Yep. And I did something that was really good for myself. Mm-hmm. Now, if I'm eating an entire tray of brownies, which obviously I can't do that, but that's going to lead to guilt or shame because I know that has no protein in it. Exactly. It's fat and sugar and carbs, and it's not doing any good for my system. Right. Because yesterday we had the chicken. We had the chicken. And then I had a peanut butter cup. The to-go cup. Yep. And that was it. And I had my water. And then when I got to, like, when I was leaving, I was like, I feel good. Yeah. Like, I feel satisfied. Mm -hmm. I don't feel bad about anything that we ate today. Like, everything was, like, I had the egg bites in the morning, had that for lunch. I'm like, I'm going to have steak for dinner. We're fine. I was like, this is easy. Like, I I had no problem. I didn't feel bad. Yeah. You didn't feel that guilt or shame. Yeah. That you feel when you eat foods that are a little bit more splurgy. Yeah. So, yeah, I like that word. Splurgy. 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 So, yeah, that those are the differences between emotional and physical hunger. Yeah. And I know like for me, I was um, because Michaela talks about hunger cues and I forgot to ask her what her hunger cues are. Okay. Um, But so I wanted to look it up because hunger cues are going to be different for everybody. But like, here's a good baseline. So the stomach growling that is still going to be there. Yep. um, After a year, like I said, mine's in my throat. Kelly's is actually in her tummy. In my my stomach. So it's going to be different from everybody. Then low energy. So when you start Definitely. feeling like, oh, why do I feel so tired all of a sudden? Yeah. Oh, you might need protein. You might need protein. You need, or just some sort of food. You need something in your body. You need some sustenance for yeah. your system. Because yes. again, guys, we can't run on empty. 
as much as we like to think we can. Yes. Because we can for a bit, but it's not like it's not top Our notch. systems are not meant to run on empty. No, I'm learning that a lot with how like for Eric's recovery. Yes. What you what your body physically needs to recover. Mm-hmm. And it's all the same normal stuff. It's just we like to act like in a day we don't need that stuff to function, <laughs> um, which doesn't make sense. No, it's not. And, and, yeah, we need to have those things. And it's because, yeah, you're not going to die right away no. from not having those things. But no. you start feeling these things like the low energy, the mm-hmm. shakiness is one of them. Headaches, problems focusing. So yeah. like and that's where we get the whole like we feel stupid. Yeah. Because we're like, we can't focus. We're so foggy. We have low yep. energy. Like, what the fuck? I'm like, oh, yeah, I need to We eat. both need to eat something. Yeah, like when our words can't come out correctly, um, that's when you know you're like, yeah. yes, food now, please. Yep. Like, yep. I cannot wait much longer because uh-huh. this is, a, especially when you notice it. Yeah. It, start, it feels like it ramps up. It right? does. Like once you know, yes. you're like, fuck, 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 food, yep. food, food. And then you start getting like more anxious. <laughs> At least you, I do. I don't feel anxious. I'm just like. I get not, what would you call it? Impatient. Impatient. Yeah. Because I'm like, as soon as I know I need to eat, I want to eat. I don't want to have to wait for my food. Like, I just want to eat it and get it over with. Yep. And yep. so I get, I don't get the, like, anxiety. I'm just, like, impatient mm. to the max. I think I get it from the fam bam because they'll be like, you can just wait. Because they'll be like, we're going to eat in, like, an hour or two. Like, uh-huh. you can just wait. And it's like, no, I can't. I need can't. to eat now. I can't wait for right now. Yeah. And so they'll be like, oh, you're just like not going to be able to eat later. I'm like, no, do you guys forget who I am? <laughs> like a bariatric patient can eat in two hours. Yes. I, but I also need to eat almost every uh, two least, to three hours. Yeah. Two to three hours. Some people yeah. say three to four, depending yeah. on your dietitian. So it's like, yeah, I'm going to need food in a couple hours anyway. Yeah. So don't you worry about my appetite. It will be fine. <laughs> yeah. And I, it's not something I need big anyways. Yeah. You know, like Michaela talks about having like just a couple little items together. Yeah. Like pair it with things. So you feel like you're having a full meal, mm-hmm. even though you're really not. Yes. Because that was one of her tips was if you want the, say, Oreo. Let's go with Oreos. Let's sure. pick on Oreos right now. If you want a couple Oreos. You need to eat it with a meal. Yeah, you need to pair it with something. Yes. Yeah, it can't so be by itself. So if you have your Just Bear chicken, chicken uh, cubed, chicken, cubed chicken. There we go. <laughs> Jesus. <gasps> eventually. Um, eventually we'll get there. Um, and then you have like a side of the snap peas with ranch. Yeah. So you've got a full meal right there. As a bariatric patient, that is a very, that's a full meal. So if you want to have those Oreos, you pair it with those two things. So then you're like, yeah, I had some Oreos, but I also had my protein and I had some vegetables to go with it. And if you have the protein first and then you have the snap peas, you might only have just one now. One Oreo instead instead of of having two or three. Two or three or the whole sleeve. Or the whole sleeve, depending on where you're at. Yeah, because we've all been there. We have all been there. Definitely. So yeah, pair it like yeah. that's a it's a tr- it's it's a trick and it's an easy trick that you can do. Yeah. Like it's very feasible. Yes. So like I definitely, definitely recommend doing yeah, that. Yeah, because I mean, nine times out of ten, I don't finish my whole plate. So not anymore. And Dylan said something that no. I obviously that me and you and this podcast has been like helping with. OK, because um, because at the hospital, you know, you can't like there's no fridge. Yeah. No. Right. Yeah. So no. you either eat it all or you just have to deal with it like half of it going away mm-hmm. or you'll just eat cold f- weird food later yeah so um and dylan had a hamburger okay and he ate like 
maybe a quarter of it. Okay. And I was like, hey, like, if you don't want to finish that, that's fine. Like, I'll try to wrap it up and keep it as good as I can. Okay. And he's like, yeah, I don't need to, just because it's on my plate, I don't have to finish it. Oh. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. And he's like, what? And I was like, in our world, you have to finish your plate. Yeah. That's what we've been taught. Yeah. But obviously, like, this is working. What you're teaching him is working. It's yeah. getting through. It's getting through. It's yeah. like, yeah, you don't have to finish it. And he goes, I don't have to finish that right now. He goes, I don't have to finish that later if I don't want to. And I was like, yes, yep. I love you. Just because it's there doesn't mean that you have to eat it. Exactly. Even exactly. if you have leftovers and you put them in the fridge intending to eat them later, you still don't have to eat that. No. And you don't you have to still, feel bad about it either. No. Because you still got, like, so say you order food, like he had a hamburger. Yeah. Like you already had you you got fulfilled by what you ordered it for. Exactly. So if you don't eat it later and you end up throwing it away, it still did its purpose. Yeah, it, it literally did its purpose. Yeah. Like you got full and like it literally the nutrients helped you. The minerals helped you. It yeah. did its per. It did its thing. Yeah. So it's so okay. it's OK. It's OK to not eat everything. Yeah. You don't have to. You and don't. I think that's a new way of looking at things. And obviously, guys, if you keep talking about it with your family and friends, yeah. it will click. It will. It will. Yeah. It just just don't stop talking about it. Yeah. Because obviously with a 16 year old boy, it clicked. Yeah. And normally 16 year olds are no, that doesn't yeah. work. <laughs> so for everybody that has younger kids, yeah. keep talking about keep it. Keep talking about it. Bring it up. Yeah. Say you need why. to have conversations. Well, and I think that's another thing um, that, I mean, doesn't really have to do with hunger or anything. But in this world that we live in, we are constantly stigma stigmatized and um, made to feel bad if we are regaining or emotionally eating because... The surgery supposed to, was supposed to fix it, right? Or even talk about food. You ever notice that? Like, people yeah. get kind of weird when people start talking about, like, if, not about, like, cooking food because everybody yeah. loves that part. Yeah. But, like, if we talk anything about, like, good and bad about food, yeah. people kind of, like, butt puckers up. Like, they get a little <laughs> freaked out. They're just like, I don't know what to say because everyone's afraid they're going to, like, offend each other. Yeah. And it's like, no, just talk up, just talk about it. Well, and that's, yeah, that's the, yeah. the point of yeah. me bringing this up is yeah. that we don't talk about re game Mm-mm. because the thing is is that we're already stigmatized for having the surgery yeah so if somebody says like hey oh yeah i've gained i've regained 40 pounds or you know in my instance 60 from my lowest you know we're thinking oh like they'll think we failed right well uh, they'll then they're then they're correct mm-hmm. then they're real and all the things that they said about me gaining all my weight back or that this person, this person had surgery and it didn't work. Yeah. That's all going to become true. Right. You become that statistic for them. But the thing is, is that by talking about it and saying, well, yeah, I gained 60 pounds, but I still fight every day for my journey. Yeah. And you're like, I still lost so and much weight. And I still weight. lost, you know, this amount of weight. Yeah. Like, I can feel that because I didn't want to talk about it. Right. I didn't want to admit to myself or anybody else because mm-hmm. then I was a failure. Right. Well, and if you talk about it, then it's real. And then it's real. So I think that was the biggest thing that I've taken from like being in this community and stuff is that it's OK to talk about it. It's OK mm-hmm. that you've regained. Yeah. Like it's not a bad word. Regain's not a bad word. Right. And so it's OK to say Yes, I had surgery. Mm-hmm. Yes, I've regained a little bit, but it's okay because I'm still fighting. Yeah, it's like it's it's not over just no. because you've regained. No, no, you can, and that doesn't like you can regain five pounds, ten pounds, fifty pounds, two hundred pounds. You can regain 
uh, any amount mm-hmm. and be like, I've regained. Yeah, it happened. And it's okay. Because the more I talk about it, the more people are going to hear that it's like, it's, that's not the end of my journey. Well, and it's almost like a fresh breath air when you hear someone talk about it. Yeah. Because you're like, yes, thank you. Thank you. Like, I don't feel so alone. alone. Yeah. Because we all go through that. Well, we all go through it. We all go through it. And like, even somebody in the benchies today was saying how um, the scale hasn't moved in, in a couple months mm-hmm. and that they were feeling like failures. Right. Like a failure. And it's like, dude. I look back, yeah. see what, see where your life was before you had surgery and see where your life is now. Mm-hmm. Just be, because, and I literally said the scale does not define you and it does not define how far you've come. No, it does not. So mm-hmm. just because you have not lost anything in three months does not define your journey. Right. Oh, I just got chills. That was really good. You did good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I love it when that happens. But it's so true. It is like, true. You're speaking the truth. Yeah. And that's what we need is just us being way more open and talking mm-hmm. about it. And talking about this emotional eating, regain, all of those things that you don't really want to think about because you're no. you're like, no, I did this surgery, so I was cured. Right? Well, I was cured, right? And, well, no. and <laughs> you've helped with that, too, with, like, being more open because, like, when we were in San Diego, like we're telling people like, why are you here? We're podcasters. What is the podcast about? And yeah. we're, we're both freely open talking about it. And yeah. the, I think I told a few people like, yeah, I'm a food addict. Had no idea. Yeah. You know, but now yeah. I know. And that's the deal is like they need to hear that because like one of them or a family member could be going through it. Mm-hmm. And now they're seeing like just regular Joe Smo. Like we just talk about it. Yep. Just or they could there. say like, oh, yeah, I ran it. I met these two girls. They do a podcast all about weight loss surgery. And it could be to somebody who's like. What? Yeah. That's an option. Yep. Yes. It's it an is. option. It it's an option and, it, and it's a great option. And I'm not saying that's the only option because there are other ways to become healthier. Right. But for some people that feel like they have tried everything and they're not going anywhere, this is a really cool option. It is. And we learned from Dr. Eric, like the statistics aren't great for when they just tell you food and exercise. Yeah, it's not. It's, it's really not. not. It's like less than 1%. Yeah, it's insane. It's, yeah, it's it's pretty incredible the difference between just exer- diet and exercise can compared to weight loss surgery. Well, and I think it's because they've they've focused on that for so long. Like yeah. that doesn't work because also what we've learned with the journey, you need your mind too. Well, and that's so. why I think that's such a huge key point that we we didn't really go into a whole lot with Dr. Eric was that yes, diet and exercise work for that less less than one percent. Right. They lose the weight, they keep it off, and they're in the great mindset. Yeah. And but we don't know, did they do therapy through it? Exactly. Did they talk about it? Did they did they work through it as they were going through the journey. So now their mindset is completely different and where they can control their emotional Mm -hmm. eating versus physical. Right. And is it the whole family that's helping or is it just yourself that's struggling? Yeah. Because that plays a huge part also. Yeah. Do you have a support system? Yeah. Like there is a reason why you, as an interactive patient, we need all these things. Mm -hmm. And it's not just us that need it. It's the everyday person needs Mm -hmm. that support structure too. Yes. And that's probably why that percentage is so low for like actually working because they're still only focusing on food and exercise. Exactly. And And we all know it's it's so much more than that. There's such a huge component of getting therapy and figuring out why are we eating this? Why are we going towards emotional eating? Mm-hmm. Why are these things happening? Right. And then once you figured out that component, the the 
whatever route you take versus, you know, weight loss surgery, you know, doing a diet and exercise, then it starts working. It starts clicking Yes, because you've done the work you are. And some people can do the work, do diet and exercise, and it could still not work. Yeah. And that's when you go to weight loss surgery. And there's nothing wrong with that. No, because a lot of us did that. Yeah, because you're still working on your mindset at the end of the day. Yeah. Of why am I, why did I get to this point? Yeah. Why am I here? Well, and just asking the question means that you're on the right track. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. I think that's all the things, guys. I think that's all I got. I did a lot of rants today. (laughs) And I'm kind of, I'm kind of good with that. I love it. I love your rants. These. talking just the two of us I, me too <laughs> these are my favorite they are like they really legit. are well because we get to really delve into and we do learn a lot from interviews and i love every person that we've interviewed like oh there's not even yeah. one that's a problem i think for me it's like when it's just me and you i'm not worried about like cutting someone off because it doesn't matter it doesn't yeah like we'll cut each other off (laughs) and get our point in like i'm not going to interrupt you know one of our professionals Mm -hmm. because and then i'll lose i'll lose what i was gonna track yeah and yeah and when it's us we can just say it we can just say it and it's and get it out there and we can even you know make some breakthroughs i mean i feel like i've had more breakthroughs in the last two weeks of my process than i have like the last two years of recording it's interesting that like you're right. The whole like the universe just gives you what you need because uh-huh. the people we've interviewed for these last two weeks have yeah. been tremendously helpful for me. They really, and for really both have. of us. And it's like, how did the timing all happen uh-huh. like this? It's well, so because fucking if you weird. think about it, we started working with Jamie. We, we were part of the tribe. Um, and then her summer shred happened, mm-hmm. which I am like full all in like I'm I got my book it's it's all bound together I like ordered it I was like I don't give a shit what it costs like I need this in my life mm-hmm. so I've been like having all of those things and then it was like okay so we talked to her I'm doing the support groups we're doing all of that and then we had Michaela it started on. with Michaela and then we had Tamisha on and then we had and Jane. then we had Connie on mm-hmm. and we had Jamie, Jamie back on. on, which that's coming at you very soon. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, oh, like we really needed this. Yeah. Like this type of interviews at this moment in time. Yeah, we totally did. Because we, we have had no to idea. work on our mindset and we we work on it. But I, I think this has been way like deeper oh. into our mindset and why we were doing the things that we're doing. Well, cause it actually like opened up our eyes. It did about what we were doing mm-hmm. and why we were doing it. Yeah. I almost started crying on Michaela's. I know I like, it hit me in the feelers pretty, pretty, pretty good. good. Yeah. And then Connie, there was a breakthrough. Yep. There was a breakthrough with Tamisha. There was also <laughs> a breakthrough today. So it's like, I feel like between this podcast and me starting therapy, I think I'm going to be okay. No, you'll be fine. Yeah. I think I'm going to work my way through it. Um, and I think I'm going to be way better off having done this work. Mm-hmm. And like, yes, I wish I would have done it at the beginning because then possibly I might have regained as much. But I feel like having yeah. regain is just a part of life. It's just part of your it's part of your journey. You yeah. needed to regain for you to be where you're at today. Yeah. And, and, to, and to, to know to know yeah. and to do the work to yeah. get you back to where you want to be. And I can be. relate to a lot of you. That have had regain mm-hmm. that you're that you're struggling with it because, damn, regain's a fucking bitch. I hate it. It's a mind. It's a mind fuck. It is. Mm. It is. And like I even told Mel today, um, I went in and got my first DMV picture 
post weight loss surgery. So cool. And I was like, oh, no, I'm not going to see a difference. Oh, no, no, I'm not going to see a difference. And she said, I was like, are you fucking crazy? Girlfriend? And then I saw it side by side and I was like, oh, there's a huge fucking difference. Yeah. OK, cool. Only thing that's not different is literally how you smile. It's the exact same yeah. in both photos. Well, and what's funny is like my picture on my license was not my highest. No. And my picture that I took today was not my lowest. No. It's just you. So think about that. Mm-hmm. So. And they're still different. It's still different. It's still <laughs> made a huge difference in my life. So it does not matter if I'm at my lowest, my highest, in between. You're good. You're good. You're still working for it. So. I love it. All right. All right. Well. Well, guys. You don't guys, forget. Oh, yeah, say, yeah, I was going to do the same thing. Uh, don't forget. Don't forget. Go to the uh, OurSleeveLifePodcast.com. Nominate your favorites. Then get ready for voting and buy your ticket. Go buy your ticket. Come see us. We are doing this for you guys. And we need all of you there so we can celebrate the entire community. And uh, don't forget to uh, start looking at dresses because I already got some delivered and I think I found a favorite. Oh, she's found a few. And Mel tried on one and she looks fucking bomb in it. (laughs) Yeah. I actually bought it for me. And then I was like, nope, this is more of a Mel dress. I must have just like picked this out for you and not even realized it. See, the universe is new. (laughs) Exactly. Um, So start picking out dresses, ways to dress up because we want everybody to be them. And uh, we for real is this just be you or Joe uh, guys do Um, that go on to YouTube so you can watch all the things go to patreon.com forward slash OSLP and join us join Join us us wherever we are we want you joined in and even if you have not like I said I'm going to say it one more time even if you are just thinking about surgery or pre-op post-op five years out, 12 years out, 20 years out. It doesn't matter. We want to celebrate everybody. Mm-hmm. And so don't you worry. We are welcoming to anybody. That's right. Literally anybody. anybody. As long as you're not an asshole, we will love you. So <laughs> I love it. We're good. All right. Well, we love you guys and, and we, we will see, see you next time. Bye. Bye. Hey, listeners, if you've enjoyed your time with us, please rate, review, and subscribe on any platform that you get your podcasts. Also check us out on patreon.com forward slash OSLP for exclusive content with your favorite girls ever. Yeah. And also check out our YouTube page. Subscribe, hit that little bell so you get notified when our new videos drop a week after they are released. Yeah, and we would like to give a big thank you to Anne-Marie Cruz for our logos, Eric Vaughn with 17th Street Studios because he provides our music and our recording yes, space. Thanks for listening to Our Sleep Life Podcast where we are breaking that stigma one episode at a time. 